What's the difference between affiliate marketing, influencer marketing, performance marketing, and partnership marketing? And how do you maximize the performance of it all? You're listening to the Keep Optimizing Podcast to increase your traffic, improve your conversion rates, and grow your profits. Hello and welcome. I'm Chloe Thomas, the host of this marketing-focused show. If you're not familiar with our format, each month we focus on a different marketing method like email, SEO, or Facebook ads. And each week I interview a different marketing method expert to explore the latest advice on making it work for you. This month we have been all about influencer marketing and we're rounding it all off with a discussion on the overlaps between affiliate marketing, partnership marketing, influencer marketing and performance marketing. Hint, they are basically all the same thing. And you're going to get loads of tips on how to recruit partners, how to pay them and building a successful relationship with them. To cover all this, I'm joined by Rick McGuinness from Bearcat Media, who was last on the show talking pure affiliate marketing in episode 41. Rick's going to be sharing some up-to-the-moment insights about what's working with his clients. So I thought you'd like to know this was recorded just a couple of weeks ago. So this really is hot off the press stuff. Before we meet Rick, there's one thing I have to do, which is to say a massive hello to Madison and Morgan, who are Rick's kids, who he makes listen to these podcasts. So hi, guys. Great to have you listening again, and I hope you have a lovely Thanksgiving. Now, we're just about to meet Rick, but before we do, please do check out our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Klaviyo, the email and SMS marketing platform that helps you send messages like an e-commerce expert, even if you're just getting started. Create your free account at klaviyo.com slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan. Today, I'm chatting with influencer marketing expert, Rick McGuinness. Rick has been in e-commerce marketing for nearly 10 years, growing sales the right way for his clients. He's the president and founder at Bearcat Media, an affiliate and influencer marketing agency. Like me, over the last few years, he has seen the worlds of influencer marketing and affiliate marketing collide, often with fantastic consequences. Hello, Rick. Hi, Chloe. How are you? I'm good. It's lovely to have you back on the podcast again. So thanks for agreeing to be on twice in one year. No, it's my pleasure. I, I love uh, love talking uh, marketing, specifically affiliate and influencer. So uh, I'm ready to get started. <laughs> Excellent. Well, it, I mentioned about the, the kind of the worlds colliding um, of influencers and affiliates. Obviously, you come as we explored the last time you were on the show from deep in the affiliate marketing world. So. At what point and kind of how did you you decide you needed to shift from being pure affiliates to including influencers in what you do? Well, it wasn't really anything that I decided. It kind of was decided for me. When uh, I'm reaching out to potential affiliate prospects for clients, the influencers uh, are kind of mixed in there with the affiliates and you, you have to do your own research and and actual communicate with them to find out if they're like an influencer and affiliate, if they want to play on both sides where they want to get the, get the fee or the, the commission. So it, it was really something that I just, 
I, I had to just deal with because it was it's how the performance marketing world is is now evolving into is uh, influencer and affiliate are kind of merging where uh, where affiliate the performance model where it used to be like, a, like everyone would just get a commission for the sale now a lot of these uh, partners are uh, requesting an upfront fee plus the commission so uh, so that that's where it's headed and and I, I think it's a good thing uh, for for the whole uh, industry but uh, I'm sure we'll get into that in a little bit but it was uh, it, it's just uh, it, it's ever evolving as you know with with uh, digital marketing in general things don't stay the same for too long. Oh no, they certainly don't. And I think on at least one of the other podcasts in this series, I've made the point that when you're researching to find partners to work with, I'm going to use the word term partners just to confuse us even more with the amount of terminology we're using. But when you're searching for partners, Googling it or looking on, you know, specific search engines or social media, et cetera, you can end up finding people and businesses who would be brilliant link providers if you're doing some outbound link building you find people who make brilliant influencers you find people who make brilliant affiliate partners and it's kind of like is it stupid of us to try and classify these as different things or to treat these as different jobs when actually what we should be looking for is a great partner and then whether they're an affiliate a link building prospect or a influencer or something else is actually it's just a possibly even a defunct categorization now. We should think partner first. What do you think? Uh, I agree with that 100%. The affiliate uh, side and the influencer side, we talked about they're, they're kind of um, merging into one. And the, the new term that is being uh, used most often in, in, uh, in my industry, the affiliate side is partner. You're, you're, building partnerships with, with, uh, people and brands, you're, you're not having them as an affiliate or an influencer. They're, they're a partner in your marketing, helping you grow, uh, your business. However, maybe it may be through social media, maybe through uh, a review, whatever it is, there's, there's still a partner to you. And that is the, uh, way that we're moving. I say for the foreseeable future for the next few years is going to be, Partner marketing is going to be the term that's going to be used uh, a lot more, and and you'll be hearing that. And again, you mentioned it earlier to just why not confuse us even more? Affiliate influencer now is partner. What what term do you use? That's really up to you. But they're kind of interchangeable in a way where you could say, uh, join my affiliate program, join my influencer program, or join my partner program. They all mean the same thing in a way where you're all partnered together and the affiliate and influencer are earning uh, a fee up front and or a commission on the back end, whatever it is, it's, it, it's, it's all the same. And, and unfortunately it's going to, it's going to confuse a lot of people, but there's uh, there's, there's a lot of companies out there uh, in the, the, the tracking, like the, the influencer and affiliate tracking programs they're, they're moving towards the, the partner terminology too as well. So again, it's, 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 it's whatever you want to call it, but just be aware that there's at least three that are really mainstream terms nowadays. Yeah, it's kind of crazy because we, 
when I your first answer, you were kind of explaining or kind of categorizing affiliates as they get a commission, influencers they get a fee up front, and if they're both, they kind of get both. But it's like I think it in in that answer as you were just saying, I think you you were you were edging towards something which I think is always true in marketing. It's like we on the back end of things behind the scenes can call it whatever we like. The important thing is who our target audience call it. You know, and if you are if you're a brand who's looking to recruit people, partners who are going to promote your business in return for some kind of reward, whether you call your program an affiliate program or an influencer program has far more to do with whether the group of people you're trying to recruit see them as influencers or affiliates more than it does what you want to call them internally or what your job title is. It's, it's consumer-based terminology, I feel. I agree with that. And also... The, the terminology you use with specific people you're reaching out to, to, to join your program. So in my agency, I, I've now evolved into the, the broad partnership. So I usually reach out and say, you want to partner together on a, on a marketing uh, initiative or um, like a partnership opportunity with X brand. So that's the way I lead it so that they don't, they always look at the the email and, and read what's going on versus an affiliate. If you have an affiliate in the subject line, they may get turned off or influencer. They may say, oh, well, I'm not really an influencer, so I'm not going to read it. So if you say like a partnership, then they're like, oh, yeah, well, that that, that sounds interesting. Let me, let me take a look and, and see. So we, we've gone that route where we, we, we don't isolate it or, 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 or segment it so deep. We, we make it a broad broad uh, term and that, that seems to be working and and it goes back to the, the way the industry is trending is moving towards that partner term so everyone likes to to be like a partner in something or or have a partnership with a brand versus being an affiliate because we, we talked about this on the podcast last time that the affiliate has kind of a negative connotation to it mm-hmm. so so that's that's another reason why we do that because we get a lot more uh, responses from the partnership angle versus just the straight up affiliate or influencer uh, angle. It often um, feels to me if you if you send an email that says partnership on it, it implies it could be one of many things. Whereas if you say, "Would you like to be an influencer?" or "Would you be an affiliate?" it feels a bit more like you're being boxed into a specific hole, as it were. Mm-hmm. You know, we're looking for a specific type of person to fit in here. Whereas as we all know, and as we've talked many times on this podcast across many topics, when you're looking to build partnerships, it's about having a conversation to work out what works for both parties, not just go, hey, we're looking for people we can pay 50 quid to write a post. It's it's very much about starting that relationship, whether it's affiliates, she says, doing you know bunny ears either side of her head, um, or it's influencers. It's discovering what works for both parties. That's absolutely true. And what what we do is we, we say, hey, we're looking for an, an affiliate partnership within the text of the email. We 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 lead with the subject line with the partnership, but we, we explain to them what we're looking for. But we also end it by saying, if there's a way that we can partner that you're thinking of, please let us know. We're open to a discussion. So we we don't like pigeonhole them into just an affiliate one where we, we give them the option to come back to us with whatever they have in mind too. And, and I think that's, that's probably the best way to do it uh, in, in today's world because these, 
these people that are getting reached out to you know, for the partnerships, they get inundated on a daily basis with numerous pitches and you got to just have one that stands out and, and one, one that's more engaging than the rest. And, and I think giving the, the person an option to have their ideas heard is, is, is only going to help. Yeah, most definitely. So you, we've, we've talked about kind of the, um, the commission-based payment model, which is the traditional affiliate payment model, you know, where we get people to put links to the website and we pay them a commission on what, what traffic they buy that spends. And then influencers historically has been fixed fee. Are you, you know, given you're currently recruiting people who think of themselves as affiliates and people who think of themselves as influencers, but all of whom want to get paid for what they're doing, are you finding there's a trend towards people are loving commission at the moment or that people are loving fixed fee, you know, price per post type stuff, or or are people wanting a hybrid or are they after something more? What 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 gets people going and gets people promoting brands? Yeah, and recently what we've seen uh, with, with our clients is that when we reach out to these prospective partners, they come back right away with, well, we don't do affiliate marketing. We have a sponsored post rate. Here it is. We'll send your media kit, that type of thing. So then we go back to them and say, that's great. We can, we can discuss this, but would you also be um, willing to run this through the affiliate program of the client so that we can track it and that you can get a commission on the back end and then we can possibly work on lowering that upfront fee and having the commission component so that so that everyone wins. That's traditionally where it's it's going now is the, is the more hybrid approach. I, I can honestly say that in the last few months, I, I would probably say seventy five to eighty percent of the people that are uh, working with clients of mine were on some sort of hybrid model, uh, a fee plus uh, commission. And a few years ago, that was probably not the norm. But now it, it absolutely is a norm because you got to think about it from from the other person's perspective that they're taking a lot of time to create the content, whether it be written, video content, whatever it may be, that takes time, and they and, and they can't just rely on uh, a commission. They gotta get get paid for their time. So the the, the fee is is justified in a way, but but how much that fee is can always be negotiated. So I see, I see the benefit there, but moving forward, I don't see anything changing. I don't see it going back to strictly commission-based. That's just something that's probably uh, in the rear room mirror, and we're never going to see that uh, 100% again. There's going to be instances where that happens, but overall, in the majority, it's just going to be more of a hybrid ap- approach. That's just the, the way I see it and, and in the way the, the trend in, in – is moving in that direction as well. As you were describing it, I was thinking about how similar it is balancing that fixed fee to commission, getting that right for people is very similar to if you're recruiting a salesperson, you know, someone who's got targets to hit. There's always that trade-off between how much is their base salary and how much is their commission-based salary. And it's base, it's exactly the same human psychology. And then the other thing which struck me as we were going through through that is that 
paying someone to create the content, most brands, most businesses these days are taking the content that their influencers create and put out for them and reusing it on their own social platforms as a, for, as you know, as kind of a hybrid form of user generated content. So if they're doing your social media job for you, of course you should be paying them something, but it's going to be a balancing act from affiliate to influencer to affiliate to influencer to get how much is fixed fee and how much is commission based and how long that commission runs for right from partner to partner, isn't it? Yeah, no, it really is. It's, it's, it's uh, a tough subject to actually get into with, with some people because, uh, it, it, talking money with anybody is, is always difficult, uh, like especially with people you don't know and you're, you're trying to build a partnership and you want both sides to, to be happy. It, it's hard and it really is hard to determine what is the right upfront fee and what's the right commission because the, with the commission, there's no guarantee. It's, you, it's depending on a number of things that, that have to be done and done correctly so uh it's always a tough subject and and, and i uh, i do it in a, in a in a way where it's I, I try and let them present what they think is fair first and then we can negotiate everything at one time instead of me just saying hey well this is this is the bottom line what we're going to pay and take it or leave it kind of thing and uh, i i don't that doesn't work too often. Uh, I've done it before and it just doesn't work. So uh, I, I let them present it and then we just go from there just to, to make them feel like that they're contributing to this and they're making it, uh, they're, they're getting what they want, but it may not be exactly what they want, but they're getting close to what they want. And uh, it, it's just one of those difficult conversations. In, but uh, as you do them more and more, you, you tend to tend to know what to say and how to say it so you don't offend anybody either. <laughs> oh, so true. Um, so, so Rick, is what you're saying, because we've, I've heard a lot of people in the influence marketing space and historically in the affiliate marketing space say about having kind of an entry level, let's just get people started, fixed set of criteria for the payment. And then once you've got some results coming in, negotiating or taking people up through the tiers and that kind of stuff, is what you're saying that you're finding now as part of the recruitment process, you have to to open that negotiation and like and as you were saying with your tip there was to to say to them what what would you be looking for as the starting point so they can put their cards on the table first. Yeah, so we we typically um, do everything in one shot. So we do the the fee and the, then the commissions all set up. Uh, but there now comes a time where we may have to do some other incentives to to get them to continue promoting. We may have to maybe extend the, the, the cookie duration, which again is another subject because they're they're gonna be going away soon. But we may do some sort of tiered performance commission. So if they if they perform well and they hit certain metrics, then they'll get a higher commission type of thing. So so what we agreed to at the beginning is not necessarily the the final result. It's it, it could be a, a little bit different just based on what we agreed to in terms of performance metrics and things like that. And and that all comes down to the the, the partner who we're working with and and, and their ability to uh, understand how they can make more money in a performance model over time if if done correctly. 
and also just making sure that they uh, understand that we're not here to take advantage of them and in, in their time. We want everyone to win. So again, comes back to having the conversation with uh, w- with them and, and, and what's going to make everyone happy. So so that, that that's that's basically how we've been uh, operating lately. And when it comes to having those conversations, you know, as the program evolves, you recruit someone straight away, and they run a, you know a campaign for you. How often are you going back to them to? not quite renegotiate, but rediscuss what's coming up, what promotions are happening and, and how much notice are you giving them as well? With, with affiliates in general, the affiliate marketing side and, and even the influencer side, we, we talk to them uh, constantly. We're always talking to them, whether they're the top performers or, or they're new and they're just getting started. We like to be uh, engaged with them and, and have them know that there's someone here to, to assist them and help them. We, we talk to all our affiliates multiple times a month, some some more than others, but minimum two times we, we, we communicate with our affiliates and, and, and partners because we know that they could easily go somewhere else and, and promote a competitor's brand. So so that's why we uh, we, we, we do that. And, and we actually got a, a comment yesterday from from. Uh, a new uh, affiliate that's going to be joining one of our clients' programs. They they said that they've never had an affiliate manager so active and, and engaged right away than than what we we've done. So it works, and, and it just shows them that we're serious, that we're we're here to help them however they want, and and they can see that they can see okay, well they're not going to just uh, back out and and go back on their on their word. They're gonna they're, they're gonna help me. They're going to help us get to where we need to be. They're going to get us what we need. And, and that helps. And, and that may even just be the difference between a, a, a few bucks too. They, they may take less money because of that, knowing that they, they can trust you. Yeah. And it's, it is the, the key thing, whether you call it influencers, or whether you call it affiliates or whether you call it partnerships, it's all about the communication and the ongoing you know, updating and treating them as partners in your business, which I think, you know, I think a lot of e-commerce brands struggle to find the time to do all of that, which I guess, you know, is why there's, you know, there's brilliant agencies like yours out there, Rick, who can do that for you because it's a, it's very different from creating email campaigns or blogging or uh, running Google ads or Facebook ads because it's that in, intensive relationship building piece, which is, essential quite frankly <laughs> isn't it well you know it's absolutely critical because on my team i have two two people that are exclusively recruiting and activating uh, affiliates that's all they do is bring in new partners activate them and stay in touch with them and get them whatever they need and that's full time so that's 40 hours a week that two people are doing that so it just shows you how important that piece really is and for anyone who's wanting recruit, it means get them to sign up to the program, so get them to agree to work with you. Activate is to get them to actually start driving you traffic and sales. Uh, just for anyone who's going recruit and activate, what is he talking about? Yeah, because that's a common that's a common misconception is people think that oh, once you recruit them in, it's over and done. They'll activate themselves. No, they they join multiple programs and they're doing multiple partnerships. They need to be nudged a little bit and to, and to be followed up with. So that, that's the activation piece because that's where a lot of the wins can come from. You, you can activate a lot of stagnant affiliates and they can start driving revenue. 
and they've been there for a few months, but you never did anything until one day you just reached out to them, see what you can do to help them. And then voila, there, there they are. They're, they're out driving traffic to your site. So it, it, it's, it's, it's not rocket science, but it, it does take time. And that's where I think a lot of brands don't keep, don't, don't keep up is they just, they don't invest the time into, into recruiting and activating and, and they're not going to have top notch programs without doing that. Yeah, it doesn't matter how many influencers or affiliates you've got who say you want to work with you. If they're not actually driving you traffic and promoting you, it doesn't count, everybody. You've got to keep them keep them doing their, their thing for you. Well, look, thank you, Rick, for all of that. We're going to pause now for a reminder of our sponsors, and then we're going to talk about the whole wide world of influencer marketing. Ready to turn your small e-commerce business into the next big thing? Klaviyo can help. It's the easy to use email and SMS platform that gives you everything you need to build genuine relationships with your customers. And even if you're new to marketing, Klaviyo can help you become an email expert with drag and drop design templates, simple insights and made for e-commerce reports and recommendations. Give it a try today with a free account at klaviyo.com slash masterplan. That's K-L-A-V-I-Y-O dot com slash masterplan. Okay, Rick, so far we've gone deep into, I guess, the mishmash of partnerships that is affiliates and influencers. Now you get to wow us with your insider knowledge about the whole of the world of influencer marketing and affiliates. So for the following questions, your answers can be anything to do with let's just say partnership marketing, which of course includes everything we've already talked about. So Rick, are you ready for these? I'm ready. Let's go. Let's start with partnership marketing newbie advice. If we've inspired someone to take their first step, what do they need to know to give themselves the best chance of success? That this is not a short-term game. It's long-term, meaning that you have to build relationships with your partners before they will uh, go all out for you. If you have the expectations that you're going to just bring people on and just give them a a link and that's it, it's it's just not going to work. You have to think long-term. Just think about a a relationship in general. You don't just become best friends with someone uh, for the first time you, you, you meet. It takes time. You hang out with them. You get to know them. It's the same with partners and influencers and affiliates you have to show them that you're you're there to help them, that you care about them, and that you're going to do whatever you can to help them succeed. And then that's when the the fruits of your labor will will, will come in. So give yourself time. It's it's, it's just not going to happen overnight. And that's one of the things I repeat every day. Okay. Once you've started, of course, you've got to keep optimizing. So what's your favorite way to improve influencer and partnership marketing performance? We, we talked about it um, before. It's just staying in contact with them. They, uh, they have other partnerships and other programs that they're involved in. And you, you may not believe it, but your, your marketing partnership is not probably top of mind all the time. It's just, it's just not how it is. So being in constant communication with them so that it is at the top of their mind uh, more often and that they know that moving forward for any new products or anything, any new campaigns you're going to run, that they will know and they'll be the first ones to, to run with it and to, to be happy to promote it. So 
I probably mentioned this on the other uh, podcast I was on talking about affiliate marketing. It's just, it's just relationships and communicating. Those are the two main makers of a successful program. So totally true. Um, now, if someone listening wants to learn more about performance marketing, is there one cheap or I've oh, so added performance marketing in there now as well, everybody, just to confuse you even further. We are now talking influencers, partnerships, affiliates, and performance marketing, which essentially are all exactly the same thing. So I'll try that one again. Sorry, uh, listeners, for trying to confuse you. If someone listening wants to learn more about partnership marketing, is there one cheap or free resource you would recommend? Yeah, there's. Uh, uh, um, I'm not sure if I'm wasn't allowed to say this or not, but I have a podcast that is exclusively on affiliate influencer marketing, also known as partner marketing. So there's, it's a hundred percent free. You, you go there, you learn about the different uh, strategies and tactics to, to grow a program. Uh, there's about almost 40 episodes. So I'm sure there's something there that you can, you can pick from. It's, it's called the Rick McGinnis show and it's available wherever podcasts are available and um, there's actually going to be new episodes coming uh, in, in the month of November as well. So it, it's just something that there's not a lot out there for for uh, affiliate influencer partnership marketing in terms of like education and, uh, and resources. And this is this is the one one way I try and give back is is giving away free consulting on, on a podcast for for people to to listen to. And Rick, of course, you're allowed to mention your podcast. It's a brilliant resource in this space. Um, so everybody, that's the Rick McGuinness podcast. Uh, we'll put a link to it in the show notes and you can uh, can find it on all various podcast players. So wherever you're listening right now, just search for that, which is R-I-C-K-M-A-G-E-N-N-I-S and you will find Rick's podcast. Okay, finally, it is crystal ball time. Rick, what's coming up in the next six to 12 months that we should be getting ready for in partnership marketing? Yeah, this is an interesting question because it, it changes so often. It really does. And uh, I, I would say that brands should start to uh, allocate more time in, and more time to budgeting for their partner programs and allocating more money towards them because the cost of other advertising, as you know, with, with like the social ads, everything is skyrocketing. This is something that is um, has a performance model tied to it. So you can have like a pay for performance, so like a commission, and you can have a um, set fee uh, upfront. But the, the best part about it is it's, the ROI is one of the highest of any marketing channel out there. So if I were to say one thing is just begin to look into more investments into your, um, your partnership program and your partnerships. And uh, I believe it'll, it'll help moving into 2022. It'll, it'll give you um, more freedom to, to, possibly move away from those other channels and uh, take that money and allocate it towards partners and, and influencers and things like that. I'm going to totally second that one because if you're not shifting money from your ad budgets to your partnership marketing for 2022, you are going to be missing a trick. And now's the time to start upskilling. And certainly as we go into Q1, 
it's it's time to be listening to resources like Rick's podcast to make sure you know what you're doing in that space because it is going to continue delivering when many of the ad platforms are going to start having issues. But we're not going to get into that now because that's a whole other hour. Um, <laughs> Rick, thank you so much for those. We are very nearly at the end of the show. So you could you please let the listeners know where they can get in touch with you and find out more about your business. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm primarily on LinkedIn. So you can just search uh, my name, Rick McGinnis. The last name's M-A-G-E-N-N-I-S. Uh, I have a lot of content on there as well that, that I share. And my agency's website's bearcatmedia.com. You can learn more about how we help brands start and scale affiliate programs, uh, influencer programs, and to put all together overall a partner program. So we, we, we do everything from uh, starting a program to taking over existing ones. It doesn't matter where uh, we're, we're knowledgeable and experienced in and, and all that. So um, the bearcatmedia.com is, is the company's website. Excellent. Thanks, Rick. And thank you so much for coming on the podcast today and sharing so many tips from your experience over the years to help us all improve our influencer marketing. Thank you so much for coming on the show. No problem, Chloe. It's my pleasure. So loads of tips and advice there taken from Rick's essentially decade of experience of recruiting partners to promote e-commerce brands in one way or another. And I guess the key thing to understand about performance partnership influencer affiliates and how interchangeable those terms are for what the end results and the ways of doing actually are is when you're looking to recruit partners use the term you think will attract the most of them. So if you know in your space for your products to get in front of your target customers, everyone who does that thinks of themselves as affiliates, use the word affiliates and be ready to use more traditional affiliate payment methods of the CPA commission models. Or if you're not really sure, use the softer partnership term as we were talking about with Rick. That's probably what you're all going to end up doing. And also, you know, when it comes to increasing your knowledge and searching out those blog posts and podcasts and resources you want to learn from to work out how to improve things. If you want the more social media focused, softer brand-based pieces, then look, I would be searching on the influencer marketing tips front. If you want the hard and fast, solid numbers, uh, what tech to use and all that kind of jazz, I probably search with the affiliate marketing keyword as well, because that tends to be the more hard-nosed content. Massively um, oversimplifying all of that though. So, you know, you may find both, but I would try searching on all four of those terms if you're trying to answer specific questions and find ways to solve specific challenges that you've got. Thank you so much for, for listening in. You're going to get the links to everything we discussed, the full transcript of the episode, important notes and more right now if you go to keepoptimizing.com. Uh, we're not running a webinar this month. Um, you all have, quite frankly, plenty enough to be getting on with without me encouraging you to sign up to one of our webinars. But we are planning some very exciting free training sessions for early 2022 which isn't very far away now. So to make sure you're on our email list for that, so you're among the first to hear about all of it, go to keepoptimizing.com and make sure you sign up to our emails. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Keep Optimizing podcast. That is it for our influencer or partnership marketing um, season. 
all four episodes are now live. You can go and binge listen to all of them. And next Wednesday, we're going to be starting our series of five shows about content marketing. It's going to be a truly eclectic selection, even kicking off with how to make those product pages sing, by which I mean convert loads of customers. If you know someone who's particularly interested in influencer marketing or even content marketing at the moment, please do let them know about the Keep Optimizing podcast because this show exists to help all e-commerce marketers improve the performance of their marketing. Have a great week. Have a great Thanksgiving if you're listening to this as it goes live, if you're in America, and um, make sure you listen to the next episode so I can help you to keep optimizing your marketing. Access everything Keep Optimizing at keepoptimizing.com. That's with an S, not a Z.